Hey, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast. We're the fantasy football show that gives you a peek inside the life and times of our dynasty league. I'm your host, Mike, and with me, as always, is my friend, Andrew. And this week, we are looking at our week three matchups, reviewing week two, and placing another bet. And just to let you know, this week's episode is brought to you by ShirtOutlets.com, where you can get all your sports merchandise from jerseys, hats, tees, to shoes, flags, and even replica rings. Our friend Kimmy over there has got what you need. Just let them know that you're a friend of the Poor Man Fantasy Football League podcast and drop us an email at poormanfootball at gmail.com, and we will hook you up with a 5% discount on your order, not to mention how to get yourself some free shipping globally and a free jersey, potentially. These guys are legit, and I love working with them. The stuff is great. Now on with the show. Now, it is Wednesday, September 20th, the day after my birthday. So it's yeah, my birthday. birthday. Yeah, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for the shout outs and all the leagues. Appreciate that. And uh, to continue on with the fun of my birthday, um, how are we going to watch the Michigan football game this weekend? Live and in color. <laughs> Indian color. It is a day game, so we won't see those cool new lights they installed. No, Man, it's going to be fun. Oh, that would, I can't wait to see the, another night game when they have it on TV mm-hmm. to see it. Um, but yes, it's, uh, I'd, I'd still rather be there during the day than not be there at all. And then what are we doing Sunday, Mike? Uh, I believe we're, uh, we're hitting up the Detroit lions versus the Atlanta Falcons and have some libations and some food beforehand at the den, uh, tailgate. Yes. I picked up those tickets tonight. Uh, and then we got a three four hour jaunt over to the cincinnati ohio to watch the Bengals destroy the rams hopefully this is their get right game hey (laughs) yes hopefully it better be the the wkrp building when we're there i don't know if i don't even know if that still exists but we maybe I'm kind of cool if it was. Maybe. Swing by, take a picture in front of it. And if they, they're that apparently it. wearing their cool white helmets and white jerseys. Oh. I think I sent you that on Facebook earlier you today. Did. Yeah, so that, that is what they're going to wear? Well, that's what it said. So okay. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I like, the, I like those outfits. Yeah? All right. Yeah. Well, I got myself a nice bright orange jersey, a Joe Burrow jersey, just for the, uh, the occasion, courtesy yeah. of our friends over at shirtoutlets.com. Um, I'm very much looking forward to the football extravaganza. Yes. Uh, I, I've been in such hubbub over the event. I went and picked myself up another trinket. Another trinket? Okay. Yes. I oh, found nice. myself a mini speed helmet, a Detroit Lions mini speed helmet with the uh, quarterback face mask. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Where did you pick up that? Uh, I found a guy on Facebook Marketplace. He's downsizing his collection, and uh, he's selling off a bunch of uh, mini helmets. And I was like, cool. There was even one guy uh, on there who had a Kenny Galladay signed authentic helmet. So not like the, uh, not like the uh, Texans helmet we have, uh, where it's like just like a display one. This one's a legit, like, you can wear helmet. Autographed by Kenny Galladay. He won 150 bucks for it. And I was like, the helmet alone is worth 150 But because it's got Kenny Galladay's name on it, it's like completely devalued. <laughs> Unless you're a Kenny Galladay fan. 
Uh, I don't think there's any Kenny Galladay fans anymore. (laughs) I was. Nearly got a tattoo of him on my body, so close call. Yeah, it's a very close call. Very Mm -hmm. close call. Yeah, so uh, anything else going on with you this week outside of, you know, just getting ready to travel? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Wrapping stuff up at work so that, you know, basically gone almost a whole week. Um, so yeah, no, just wrapping some stuff up. My boss seems to be even more excited about our trip than I am for some reason. Really? Is he a big football fan? Not really, but every meeting that every meeting we have in the, in the organization, he's brought it up over the last three days. So obviously things is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, just, just that and last minute preparations for, for Friday to take off. And yourself? Um, that's pretty much it. Really just uh, wrapping some things up at work so I don't have to stress about coming back to a, a pile of mess. Um, you can replace mess with whatever crappy word you want to use. Uh, so I'm trying to make sure that that's all done and squared away. Uh, just found out yesterday that we inherited uh, a building that, that we used to own and then sold it to another company and then uh, bought it back from that company, and then uh, another another department in our organization has now sublet that building, and now they want a bunch of upgrades done. Oh, so I was like, okay, cool. So I went to go see the building today, and it's like, yeah, all right, neat. What do you want to do? And they're like a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment to to be installed. I'm like, cool. Where are you gonna get the equipment? Don't don't you have some? No, I can buy it for you, but it's gonna take time. It's not gonna be ready for Tuesday of next week. Yeah. So, uh, good luck with that. Um, yeah. So the they have some they have some old equipment from their old sites. So moving those over, getting that ready. That's my my little bit tomorrow. Once I'm done that, man, that's it. I am it's parent teacher meet and greet tomorrow night for the kids. Meet the teachers. Mm. Ours is. Uh, I think ours was like next Wednesday or Tuesday. So not gonna happen for us because uh, ants. Dang. Okay. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't get the pleasure that, that you get. I while I'm gone, there's nobody doing my stuff. Nobody so, doing your stuff. It's all just you, right? Yeah. It's all gonna pile up, and I'll catch up when I get back. All right. So, well, we've got an exciting, exciting episode for you guys today. We are going to be talking some football. We're going to be uh, talking some league talk. We're going to be reviewing. Uh, our matchups, making new predictions, and then uh, reviewing last week's bet and placing a new one before we sign off and head off to our football adventure. So uh, let's get into it. You ready for some football news? Uh, You have a shout-out first, though. Oh, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. I need to give a shout-out to Braden Borman. Brady, as he likes to be called, was the second to fall to the axe in the annual Borman Guillotine League. He went hard on the week one waiver, spending nearly 6% of his fab budget on what he thought were studs that turned out to be duds. That cost him dearly. He was uh, even projected by fantasy pros to be the top manager of the week, and he ended up being last. And to add insult to injury, he thought he was in such a good position, he traded away George Pickens to his opponent for some straight-up fab. Now, fab is like... 
it's really valuable in a guillotine league because that's how you like you you rebuild your roster. Well, unfortunately, uh, he missed out on that magical 71-yard touchdown. Um, and his parting words when he left the league, um, where he was axed, good luck to all my league mates except my brother. I hope he loses next. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. But you know what, though? In, in, in those guillotine leagues, mm-hmm. there have been so many guys that you would think we're going to produce this this season so far and that have fallen flat. Uh, like, yeah. You know, well, you look, you look at the uh, Sean Watson, yeah. like there's some big names that have just haven't. Yep. Um, you know, right. Well, I forgot to actually do the shout out. You ready, oh, Brady? I... Shout out. There we go. There you go. But you're right. There are many players who have just fallen flat and, uh, Brady spent like he spent up, uh, grabbed a bunch of guys, uh, took took the the league by storm, so to speak, that first week, uh, bolstered his roster, and then every just about every single player like crapped out on him. Uh, it's, but and, and a lot of games are like low scoring games that that weren't expected too, right? So, uh, true enough, there hasn't been as as many touchdowns uh, coming as of late, so. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's like a slow burn. They got to build up to it. Maybe. All right. Maybe. Well, you know what? Let's uh, let's break over to some news. Okay, so we got some Cam Akers news. Now, originally, I wrote this down as Cam Akers is on the outs with the Rams, and as of today, he is literally out of the Rams and is now a Minnesota Viking. So they yeah. swap conditional seventh and sixth round picks and Cam Akers. Um, now, the Minnesota Vikings are 0 2. And Alexander Madison has not lived up to what I think they wanted or expected out of him. So I'm not surprised that they did something, but I am surprised they chose Cam Akers. Well, maybe they just figured Cam Akers was uh, give him a change in uh, scenery. And you know what? Maybe, Maybe splitting the time between the two will will get him back into game shape, I guess. Um, you know, I you look at Madison, uh, Madison, Madison, or whatever you say his name. Like he only got like seven fantasy points week one, and like two points the next week. Yeah, he's so he's really not like. I, again, they gave up Dalvin. They let Dalvin Cook go. Yep to put all their eggs in one basket and that basket broke. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there's going to be a few teams that are going to be sad. Um, like even the Raider, the Raiders, right? Like, uh, he's not Josh. Jacobs? Josh Jacobs isn't lighting it up, but I don't think that's really Josh Jacobs. Full fault. No, no. The offensive no, I, line and the play calling hasn't really been, the same those there's been some changes there right so um yeah i still have hope for at least josh jacobs uh, yes but i, I, I just uh, i'm using that as an example right um right. again Brees hall everybody was expecting him to light it up and he really hasn't done a lot again he's last week great when, okay he's been great when he's gotten the ball but four touches last yeah. week come on 
but but that's just that's that's the uh, almost the mo this year. You've got good running backs, but nobody's feeding them the ball. So um, Joe Mixon isn't getting isn't getting a lot of touches. Um, you got um, uh, who else was I watching that I was just like, why aren't you feeding the guy the ball? Um, there's a few teams that just uh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. I don't understand it. Um, and maybe the teams are starting to think. You know, because the the running backs are devalued, we're not gonna th- we're not gonna give give them the the ball as much. Which that's what sets up your passing game. If you don't have a running run game, game, you can't get the the pass game going. Yeah, because your safeties aren't gonna cheat up; they're just gonna lie back and and pick you apart. Um, you know, flock to the ball, right? So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe that I I. I I hope Cam Akers does well in, in Minnesota. Not not so much that they start winning and knocking off, you know. Okay. You know, maybe I'm sounding like I'm jumping on the, the Lions bandwagon, but from that division, I'd like to see the Lions win it, finally. Well, um, I am I, – I, well, yeah, I want the Lions to win, and uh, that would be great. Now, I, on the other hand, have zero shares of Cam Akers because I never believed in him. So I could care less, yeah. If he uh, if he doesn't do well over at Minnesota, in fact, I hope that whole team implodes and uh, it just becomes a, a, an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't believe in their quarterback. You don't um, believe in their cousins? No. He's, he's he's been doing great because he's got great receivers and he yes. you know, he does great that but way. I, but I don't think he is not a um he's just a middle of the road quarterback in my opinion. No better than Garoppolo. No better than um, Derek Carr. No better than okay. you know most of those types of those types of, of quarterbacks. Okay, Geno Smith. Um, I just I he's not an elite. In my opinion, sure, I, I agreed. I I don't think he's elite, but I think he's probably one of the better of the middle of the pack. Okay, right, right. Mainly because he's got Justin Jefferson. Yes, and got a, a receiver like that, you can just kind of throw up whatever you want, and he's going to come down with it and score touchdowns, get big yards. Yes. All right. Other running back news: Kareem Hunt re-signs with the Browns on a one-year deal. Finally, he's okay. back. He's back. What do you think that means? Because they, they did say just because we signed him does not mean he's the number one role. He's going no. to fit into that number two role, and Jerome Ford's still the number one. So Jerome Ford takes the Nick Chubb role, and Kareem Hunt takes the Kareem Hunt role. I think uh, well, well, Ford is not a uh, Chubb by nope. any means. No, no. He did perform uh, admirably. He um, did. Night, though. He did, but I think what's going to happen is it's going to start instead of it being like like it was before, Chubb seventy five, uh, Hunt twenty five. I think it's now going to be more of like a uh, a sixty percent sixty forty yeah forty for Chubb, because uh, uh, I think he he'll just he'll steal some of the run, um, 
especially if he excels early. Yeah, the no, team, I, I agree with that. The, the team would be foolish not just to ride the hot hand. Whoever the hot hand is, is going to get it. And Hunt will will take pretty much all of the passing downs now, I would, I would imagine. Uh, I think he probably falls back into that role that we saw last year, where it was Jerome, or I guess Nick Chubb, for that like first quarter, first half, little bit into third. And it's like, all right, well, you know what, Nick, take it, take a break, man. Like, take it easy, man. Rest your legs. And uh, Kareem, get out there. Right. That's yeah. what I expect. Maybe a couple third down uh, comes in on, on third downs and probably cleans it up in the fourth quarter. That's what I would expect again. Right. I don't, I don't see. And then we'll really know if there's anything left in the tank for Kareem Hunt. Yeah. If he has anything left or if he is washed. I'm very curious to find out. I, I'm, I've, if I'm Cleveland management, I would be saying to him, this is your last kick at the cat. No one signed you. No one really wanted you. Even though you had offers, you turned them down because you didn't think they were worth any money or you didn't think they were worth enough money. Prove us wrong. If you can produce in, in uh, 14 ga- or 15 games, yep. if you can produce 1,500 yards in 15 games, we will shut up and you, and you know you're, what? You're either, we'll resign, either we'll resign you for something pretty good or somebody else will step up. But it's on you to do it. It's not like we'll give you the opportunities, but if you don't do something with it, don't 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 blame us. Right. Okay. Well, you know what? Actually, let's lead that into the to the next segment, which is the uh, injury update. Yes. Oh, that was a brutal looking hit on on Nick Chubb. Oh. And I can get up. There we go. We're in the injury <sighs> section. That was. Uh, I didn't see it. Uh, I had to flip back and I, I was watching the game live. Yep. And I missed that particular play. And then, you know how they go to commercial injury timeout. They came back and the first thing the announcer said was, yeah, we will not be re-showing that video for graphic reasons. You know, I, I assumed right off the bat that it like maybe he broke his lower leg or, or something. Um, but you know, crush your kneecap. That's uh, that's just as that's just as bad, if not worse. Uh, here's the worst part about it. That's the same leg he broke in in college. Oh, there same. you go. So he had a similar injury in college, um, that he was able to come back from, and still play football. Uh, his leg was hyperextended, bent the wrong way, tore. Uh, some ligaments. I don't know if this is how bad this one is in comparison, if it's worse, equal to, or um, uh, less than. But it's bad. So he's gone for this year, and who knows how long. And I think it's really devastating because he's an important part of fantasy football. He's an important part yes. of the Browns franchise and that community. So I uh, wish him all the best. And... Well, and he was he was one of the biggest advocates that, hey, Owners, you're screwing the running backs. Mm-hmm. Even though he was getting paid, he right. was he was an advocate on behalf of everybody else. Everybody else said, "Hey, no, 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 no. This is not right. What what's happening?" Um, that's where I gained a bunch of respect for him. Is him stepping up to say, "Look, we can't brotherhood. We can't uh, we can't take this sitting down." 
No. So he's out. Yeah. Uh, running back Saquon Barkley. Saquon has, Barkley has an ankle sprain and has now been ruled out for week three. I saw that. Yeah, they, they announced that uh, a couple hours ago. Okay. Austin Eckler it has an ankle issue, but no timeline. I'm also going to expect him to be out this week. Yeah. Jamal Williams has a strength, uh, hamstring issue. That's going to take at least three to four weeks before he comes back. Yep. So some damage to the running backs this weekend. Anthony Richardson's in concussion protocol. Did you see that hit he took? No, I didn't. Um, but um, that means he misses at least one week, doesn't it? Uh, he's he's out of he's out for this week. Uh, yeah, he, doesn't he have to yet. clear. He has to clear protocol by Wednesday to be eligible to play Sunday, right? Thur- Thursday. He's oh. got till Thursday afternoon uh, after Thursday's practice. Oh, um, okay. If he was playing Thursday night, he, yes, he would have had to have cleared concussion protocol. He hasn't cleared it yet. Uh, yeah. It was a pretty hard snap because he, he took he took the hit, right? He was running into the end zone, took the hit, got the touchdown. Um, but, but because of the way he fell over backwards and snapped his head back on the turf, again, another yeah. turf-related injury, um, it, it was a good snap. Why he had he- taken a couple before that in the game too, didn't he? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch that game, but I did watch that highlight just to see exactly like how bad was his hit. Okay. Okay. Then we have Deontay Johnson, which was placed on IR, so he's gone for at least four weeks. Brandon Ayuk has a shoulder injury; is now a game time decision. Uh, wide receiver Zay Jones has a knee issue and is listed as day to day. And now QB uh, Bryce Young has an uh, ankle injury. I did not see that yeah. one. Uh, that came up again a couple hours ago um, on the on the score. Uh, he's day to day. He didn't practice today. Okay. So we'll have to see if he if he's available. Um, <laughs> I did say I find a very uh, saw a very funny video of him. Uh, it must have been week one, where he lined up in front of the behind oh, the guard, yeah. <laughs> and the running back <laughs> pushed him over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Hey, you know what? Every pro, uh, every pro probably has gone through it. Mm-hmm. Nerves. Um, yeah. Exactly, or just think, you're 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 concentrating on the the defense so much that you're you're walking out of the huddle and you're not even looking at the lineman in front of you, and you just stop because you're surveying the the defense, right? And you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> but it's what made it so much more obvious is that the running back pushed him over, like, hey, get over there. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Buddy. I got you. Right? You know, all the, I bet you what they're doing is they're playing the long con. Right, they did oh, that. Maybe. Everyone's laughing about it, but now they're going to do that whole wildcat snap to Miles yeah. Sanders because he's going to be in the wrong spot, and they're going to snap it back to him. And everyone be like, "Look at this fool!" Right, and not be ready for it. Yeah, oh, maybe. Right? maybe. That's, that's thinking. That's usually maybe make them th- make them think you're weak when you're strong. That's right. Take advantage <laughs> of that. Exploit it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't have any other football news to share. Anything on your radar you want to pass up? No, that was pretty much it. Um, I mean, it's just some of the other surprises of the league. Like, we're gone through two weeks. Um, Correct. What would be a couple of your big highlights that just like, what? how is this possible? Um, okay, so here's what, what I've noticed. Uh, low scoring games, for the most part, overall. Yep. 
and um, teams that I thought were good or great um, are, are not. And I can't put my finger on who's the crap team. Like who is a, a legitimately like rollover team? Yeah. Well, the, 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 the one that the one, the, the one that I'm like, Holy cow, how is this happening? And Vegas is already starting to pick them to be an upset again this week. Is Tampa Bay starting 2-0? and Okay. Um, this is... Okay, great example. Uh, Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield comes in, wins the starting job. We've already seen what Baker can and can't do. Somehow, yes, yes. Baker's getting it done. Wow. Impressive. Good for him. Uh, Rashad White ran yes, a great yes. game. Some things are happening in. Could you imagine if they make it to the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield? Again, again first time there. there. <laughs> okay. So, like, this is this is crazy. Just just bear with me as I walk talk through this. They Baker Mayfield takes goes not takes but goes with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. Right. The stupid Browns are looking over at Baker Mayfield like, we just got rid of you and paid this fool over here who who probably got us the first overall pick next year uh, $222 million more than you. Yeah. Like, and you know what? People might even start thinking about that if they do beat Philadelphia this week. Okay. Um, I'm not betting on them beating Philadelphia. But, but it could be a situation where Philadelphia overlooks Tampa and Tampa goes in and steals it and steals the win. Oh man. Okay. I thought this weekend, my lions would roll over the Seahawks. Right. But it was a get right game for them. Uh, we made some mistakes. There's the refs made some mistakes. Uh, my lions lost. Okay. Now I'm, I, with my bias fully intact, have that same view for certain other teams in this league. And I expect the Eagles to roll over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. On I put money, and I recommended to a friend of mine who called me and asked me, which I truly had to apologize to him today at work, or yesterday at work. And I said, hey, man, I apologize for my, my choices on Monday night. And he's like, yeah, yeah, because you told me that the Browns were actually going to stomp the Pittsburgh Steelers because they were nobody and uh, their offense was going to fall flat. Well, lo and behold, the defense was good enough. It doesn't matter what the offense was going to do that. Uh, the inept offense of the Browns were, was just going to, yeah, just ridiculous. So I thought the Browns were legit and things were going to go well and they were going to stomp over the Steelers and it didn't happen. So, you know what? I am completely throwing out all of my, my, preconceptions of what I think teams are for these two weeks in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the other surprise to me is that the Bengals are Owen too. Okay. Again, another team, like what's going on? Uh, is it, is it the injury? Is it, uh, is it because they didn't have that time in camp and the preseason to like really connect? Like, what is it? Why is he not being able to like make Jamar chase a God? Why is, why is this team floundering and losing to teams that, are, in my opinion, they shouldn't have lost to? They should be two yeah. and zero. Yes, yeah. Um, Miami lighten it up. Um, okay, two two having two having uh, a crazy a crazy start. 
Um, you know, he's he's a good quarterback. He is. A, I have him in a cup in, in I, or I used to have him in a couple of leagues because um, I believed in him before all the concussion stuff. But he is having the start of his uh, of his life. It's great. Um, yeah, Matt Stafford and the Rams are also super hot right now. Yes, I wrote them off at the end of last year. Well, yeah, you know, another one is uh, um, the Indianapolis Colts aren't just rolling over for people. The Texans aren't just rolling over for people. Everybody's everybody's staying competitive. They are okay. Arizona Cardinals fully expected them to be tanking this year for that first overall pick, and they had to make they had to make changes to their roster during the game to ensure that they lost. There you go. Okay, so like, hey, look, we're putting in our starters. We're looking, we're actually looking good. We might win this game, but we can't afford to win this game because we we went in to lose. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to make some roster changes. We're going to put these guys out there, and hopefully it's not going to work out, and it came to fruition. So even teams that are, are vying for that first overall pick are still hanging tough with the other teams. Like this is. Yes. It's, it's, it's been a crazy season start. So, but it's, it's still exciting. It's still been really it exciting. Yeah. It, uh, some football is exciting. Not all football is exciting. Yeah. Um, there was some great flashes of Monday night football that were just like exciting. And then there was. <sighs> yes. And the, yes, very the, much. the two stupid Monday night games. What's the deal? Like, if you're gonna put them two Monday, like two games, put them after each other. Don't put them at the same time or like like crossover. Yeah. Ridiculous. And then the game that happens again to us this Monday. Yes. Yeah. There's a um, well in our time zone, a five thirty start and a six twenty start, um, which is crazy because, like, out west. That's a 4.30 start. So if you're wanting to watch that game, some people are still at work at that time. So I, I don't, I really, I don't understand, like you, I don't understand the, the whole mind set for having those. No, but they did. Uh, and we'll, we're going to miss the second one because we'll be at the first. Uh, well, no, the fir- no, 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 it's the other way around. The other okay. one starts first. Yeah, maybe we'll get to watch some of it. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's move on to some league talk where we're going to do the sleeper report. Sleeper report. Dun, 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 dun. Still working on, on that. Sleeper one. report. Okay. Uh, so here's where Sleeper produces a weekly report for us, and we're going to take some of that some of that data and share it with you guys. So the first piece is the best manager of the week, which is in reference to the team or the manager that played his strongest roster. So how close to his maximum points could he have gotten? Uh, and this week it was me. And it's not a very good score either. Mine was only 84% accurate. So we, all of us collectively, left a lot of points on our benches. Yeah. You're, now, you're 100% right. Yep. Now my opponent ended up being the worst manager of the week, and that is uh, Juan's little sweeper, a.k.a. Donnie. Donnie was 66%. So he left a lot of points on his bench. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Donnie. Appreciate that. I won my revenge game. Retribution is felt. And I feel absolutely blessed to have redeemed myself from that near 
near playoff victory that I thought I had and then had it ripped from my hands. Okay, so let me let me put this out there to you though. Okay. You're gonna see him again maybe the the week before the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> and he could do it to you again. No, because I'm already gonna have a locked in playoff spot. That's what's gonna happen. That's how I get in the playoffs. Oh, I don't worry man. about that last matchup. If he does that to you two two years oh, in a row, <laughs> I'm gonna fly down and and go and slap Donnie if he doesn't, <laughs> and then we'll go for a beer. Yeah, Donnie, yep. you hear that? Don't knock me out of the playoffs again this year, okay? All right. Um, the next one we like to highlight is narrowest victory because last year we had some of the craziest closest games, and going into the the final week, there was like um, eight out of ten teams in our league had a chance to make the playoffs. So it was crazy. Yes, yeah. uh, so this week we we're highlighting the closest match and it wasn't that close. The multi beast, mm. Josh and Chervin, uh, they were the closest, but the difference between them was 19.8 points. That's the highest differential we've had in a narrow victory. Yes, so yeah. Every other victory was essentially was, was a big blowout, if you will. Um, to give you guys an example, our highest score last week was what 120. This week, yeah, yeah. our highest score is Slickburn with 153.98. Congratulations, Slick! That's it's an impressive number. Yes. yes. Just, just the the, the difference the, between week one to week two. Yeah. Everyone had a like. Well, not everyone. Half of us had a big jump, and another half stayed pretty low. Yes. Now, the lowest score of the week that we dubbed Poor Man of the Week, that honor goes to Gabriel, a.k.a. Le Brebus, with 79.64. He's back-to-back, week one, week two. And for that, you get the sploosh. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Now, I want you guys to pay real close attention. Gabriel was the week one Poor Man of the Week the week two poor man of the week. So when we get down to the matchups of the week and I read out what Gabriel picks, you're going to be very, very intrigued. <laughs> and here's another little spoiler. Ooh. Week one bet has something to do with sleeper report or week three bet. has or something to do with sleeper report. Okay. This should be interesting. I, li- I like where this is going. Cause you don't know about it yet. I don't, I don't. You're going to hit me with it. Um, Okay, so there was no trades that happened this week, uh, but there was waivers. Waivers that were done. Uh, Marvin, a.k.a. Ice and Metal, he picked up Craig Reynolds from the Detroit Lions. Uh, he placed a $9 fab bet. That got him. Uh, Tony Jones Jr. was picked up by Josh, a.k.a. the Multi-Beast, for 4 bucks, And he had to drop Adam Troutman to do it. I picked up some guy named B. Johnson from the, the Denver Broncos because I had an open open roster spot due to some uh, IR issues with Deontay Johnson. So I picked him up for $0 and Diomi Brown wide receiver to the Washington commanders was picked up by Josh, AKA the multi beast. And he dropped Deontay Hardy. That was a $0 bid, by the way. Now we're going to get into the matchups of the week, or I guess the matchups of last week. So this is where we collectively predict what we think our our league matchups are going to do. So matchup number one was me versus Donnie. I won. So thankfully, uh, that was me, Andrew, Marvin, and Gabriel 
you guys all made the right choice. Donnie bet on himself, and unfortunately, he lost. Okay. Uh, matchup number two was Gabriel versus Marvin. Marvin's our reigning champion. And uh, I picked Marvin. Donnie picked Marvin. Marvin picked Marvin. Gabriel picked Marvin. But Andrew, you pivoted. You pivoted yes. the show and, and went back to Gabriel thinking he was going to do the upset. Yeah. It did not come to fruition. No, unfortunately. All right. Uh, matchup three was Slick and Andrew. I bet I picked you, Andrew. I thought you had the team to go, but unfortunately, Slick came out of the gate swinging, uh, being the highest point earner on the week. So you and I got it wrong, but Donnie, Marvin, and Gabriel, they all got it right. But you know what? Going like halfway through Sunday, mm-hmm. I was still the projected favorite on Sleeper. And then things his, changed. His, his Sunday night and Monday must have just taken off. Um, matchup four, Chervin versus Josh. I bet Josh, you bet Josh, Donnie, Marvin, and Gabriel all bet Chervin, but Josh ended up coming out on top. So you and I took the, the, he was the underdog in that particular matchup and we came through on that. And in the last matchup, we had Bryce versus Juan. Uh, Bryce ended up winning. So Bryce uh, so that means you, me, Donnie, and Gabriel all were correct. And unfortunately, Marvin was wrong. So let's have a quick look at how this all broke down. I went four and one. You went three and two. Donnie went four and one. Marvin went four and one. And Gabriel joining in went five and oh. He got it all. Perfect score. Congratulations. <laughs> okay so here's here's the counts right now i'm at six and four on the on the total andrew you're at five and five uh donnie's seven and three he's out in the lead uh josh is two and three but he didn't he didn't submit his stuff last week so hopefully he gets in on this week uh marvin is six and four and gabriel yeah. is five and no so he's already off to a good start on week two even without his week one numbers he's still hanging yeah. tough Oh, this is new territory for me. I'm usually the one near the top. You're usually the one that's like clairvoyant here. So I, I, I need to turn it around this week. Okay. Oh, there we go. All right. So now we're going to look at the week three matchups. So I'm just going to expand this window here. Bear with me. So as that's I good. do this, okay. So matchup number one is Mike versus Juan. Juan is a on a bit of a downslide here. He's 0-2. This is a guy who made the playoffs last year. He's going to want to make the playoffs again. Uh, but this is where our matchup is. I got Jared Goff. He's got Jalen Hurts. I got Christian McCaffrey. He's got Derrick Henry. I got Jameer Gibbs. He's got Gus Edwards. I got A.J. Brown. He's got Jalen Waddle, who actually is still suffering from uh, a concussion. But he wasn't. Uh, he didn't practice today. So that's something to keep an eye on. He might have to swap out Jalen Waddle if he's ruled out. Um, I got Michael Pittman. He's got Zay Jones, and we mentioned Zay Jones is dealing with an issue, and he did not practice today. So he might actually have to swap out both his receivers. I got TJ Hawkinson. He's got Mark Andrews. That's a good good one. I'm running James Connors because I know James Connor, even though it's a going against Dallas, he, he's still going to get volume. He's got Tutu Atwell. Ooh, it's a good one. Mike Williams versus Adam Thielen. Ooh, he's rocking Adam Thielen this week. And I've got Marquise Brown. He's got Jacoby Myers. And Jacoby Myers is also in concussion uh, protocol and was only limited today. He still hasn't passed to, to get hit back to the field. So he might need to find some other receivers. 
Yeah. Um, in my he's case, got, he's got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, he's got, he's got Chark. Yeah. Um, Jones, maybe. He could also swap in on his flex, like maybe a Michael Sanders or um, oh, uh, Miles Montgomery. Sanders. That's not a bad choice. Um, he has done a lot, unfortunately. No. No. Oh, he's limited in practice, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of his guys are questionable this week. Okay. So here's, here's what I'm thinking for, for my options. Um, I'm happy with all of my players, but James Conner, James Conner is going against Dallas. It's going to be a tough matchup. So I'm, I'm looking at possibly doing a pivot. My options aren't great. I got AJ Dillon, but he's going against New Orleans and that defense is actually pretty good. I have been thinking about Kendra Miller because Jamal Williams is out and Kendra Miller got in a full practice today. So if he's cleared and ready to go, like he might be a swing for the fences kind of choice. Um, other than that, the rest are like some tight ends. So not, not liking the options at this point uh, due to some injuries. That's kind of where I got, but I am projected uh, to be the big wiener this week. Yeah. Um, I'm going at, and Deshaun Watson might be getting suspended. Do you think I've he's going to get a, a one game suspension for, for pushing that rep? I I've heard up to four games. Oh, wow. Because he took the two face mask penalties. Um, and the, the, the pushing of the official, mm-hmm. he's getting at least one for pushing the official. That's that. I think that's going to be a, a no. Why didn't they eject him from the game? Do you think? That's what that's what everybody's up in arms about. He should have been ejected immediately for putting his hands on the official. Yeah, um, and I think the NFL is going to say, you know what, Deshaun Watson, this is strike three. You know, you're or well, strike two or strike three, whatever you want to look at, however you want to look at okay. it. But you know what, enough's enough. Like we're done with you. Behavior, yeah. You know. You're not showing any any improvement in your character. So okay. that is a factor, but I'm not sure uh, garnering giving him a suspension um, is the is the action to be taken. I think uh, having if you want to suspend him, suspend him for the actions that he performed in the field. To me, you already felt the penalties for the face mask. You can't you can't include that in for your actions. It's like, hey, look, you you had two face mass infractions, personal fouls, 15 yards. That cost your team. Uh, that sucks for, for you guys. The pushing of the official, like, well, that should have been, like, if anybody does it, like, every, they get ejected. So if they want to catch it after the fact, sure. Make them miss the next game. Be done with it. Right? One game. And it, it, might, be, it might be that they come at them with four and accept one. Right? Because sure. they'll, they'll appeal for a four game. But, um, you know. So just keep an eye out for that, everybody. And um, it, that just means that just means Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford probably more valuable and the yes. pass catching options are gonna be less. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm going with you as well. Like you're favored by almost twenty points. Juan doesn't have twenty points on his bench, like a twenty point swing on his bench. Right. Um, you'd have to you have to put some gamble players in and hope they hit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, matchup number two. We got Slick versus – oh, wait, no, skip that one. It's actually you versus Gabriel, right? So Gabriel is 0-2. You're 1-1. and uh, Gabriel wants to get right this week. So you're rocking the same old, same old, right? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Mixon, yep. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Travis Kelsey, Zach Moss. That was a big hit for you last week, having Zach Moss on, on the team. Yes. Um, Christian Watson, is he going to be back this week? They're hoping. They're really hoping. And I'm yes, hoping. He had, he had another limited practice today. Yeah. Yep. And you put Marvin Jones on your roster. That's a, that's a bold move, that one. Um. Oof. I think you'd be better off dropping in Hunter. Nope. I think um, I think I had Hunter in my um, from last week. Um, I would actually swap out Marvin Jones for Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's been getting targets and has gotten a lot of uh, end zone shots. Uh, I got a couple waiver wires that I might I might get tonight. Okay, all right. Um, so oh, yeah, you got you you. That would be the guy that I'd be looking at. Uh, Mac Hollins has been getting some targets, but I'm not a big fan of that offense passing wise. No. Um, would you? How brave would you be to play Kareem Hunt? Um, <laughs> I I probably will be. Really? Yes. They probably even though they're out. saying even though they like three points, I still I expect him still to be the goal line guy. So okay. right there, that's six point that's six point six point one points. Or if it's a catch, six point six points. Right? Okay. So I, I, I will probably I just want to see where his, his uh value goes up in the in, with practice over the next couple of days. Yeah, you want to hear some some news? Okay. Yeah. All right. Now because he already the- knows the offense. It's not it's like he doesn't good. everything's the same still. Yeah. So, so he should acclimate very quickly. Yes. All right. Now let's take a look on the other side. This is what Gabriel's got. Trevor Lawrence, DeAndre Swift, Kenneth Walker. Uh, both had good games last week. Jamar Chase, who's off to a really slow start this year. Amari Cooper, who could be in trouble if Deshaun Watson's not the quarterback. Or maybe he'll do better without Deshaun Watson and uh, whoever the backup is. And he's questionable, too, this week. Uh, what's his issue? He did not practice today. Uh, Amari Cooper... Groin and shoulder was held out of practice. Cooper is listening yeah. questionable for Monday night. Oh, it's a Monday night, so you, you uh, got to be careful uh, of your options. All right, uh, he's you got this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning. Uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Amari Cooper says uh, was held out of practice Wednesday. Cooper was limited as questionable for the Monday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, okay, he was questionable last week. Okay, yeah. they, he's they've still got him as the questionable designation. Yeah. I will see if that lingers. Uh, his tight end is Evan Ingram. He's got Jas- Jackson Smith Najigba. He's got Joshua Kelly, who fell a little flat uh, last week as being the uh, the number one guy. Didn't get a lot of carries or targets. So hopefully that turns around because uh, I don't expect Austin Eckler back this week. And then no. Damian Pierce. Now Damian Pierce is uh, is trying to make something out of nothing with that crappy offensive line. So he's uh, he's struggling, but not a bad lineup. I like uh, I like where it's going. Um, does he have anybody on the bench that could be exciting as a swap out? Uh, Romeo Jobs, if he's healthy, especially if Christian Watson doesn't play. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of in it. So. Again, I think he's in a situation where 
Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to make up the, the the 12 points between the two of us. Um, so I'm taking myself. Okay, I'm um, taking you as well. Donnie is taking you. But Gabriel, on the other hand, is picking himself. He's gambling. He's putting yep. his effort and his belief behind his team. This is going to be the week. Be the week. Uh, I think that's the way it kind of went all last year too. Yeah, I was I was picking him to win to beat to be do, do the upsets, and he wasn't doing it for me. And then no. he beat me. Yeah, when it came to him and I. So, but we'll see what happens. All right, um, matchup number three. We got Slick versus Marvin. The both team. Well, I guess Slick is sitting at two and zero, off to a hot start. Marvin's one and one. Uh, it's actually a relatively close matchup by by all by all accounts. Yeah. So Slick, who just came off of an impressive 153 point game, this is what he's rocking: La, Lamar Jackson, Kyron Williams, amazing game. Uh, Travis Etienne, Ceedee Lamb, Keenan Allen, Dallas Garter, uh, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. He's putting both both receivers from the New Orleans Saints in, and then Raheem Mostert again, who had a great game. Let's uh, let's have a look. Does he have anybody on the bench? He's benching Najee Harris, who's been off to a really slow start. Oh. And McLaren, yeah, who again okay. hasn't had the greatest of starts, but no, I I think it'll he'll probably be a second half of the season kind of guy. Yep. And then Marvin, the juggernaut. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, he's got Kirk Cousins, Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson, Justin Jefferson, Amon St. Brown, who's suffering from turf toe, which sucks. Uh, Darren Waller, Garrett Wilson, Stephon Diggs, and DK Metcalf on his bench. We know he's got some stars hiding down there. Who is that going to be? Uh, Devontae Adams, which I imagine he'll probably move up at some point. And uh, really, that's it. Devontae Adams. Everyone else is not. The only other one that I would see him potentially swapping. Josh um, no, well, that's Earls for cousins. Uh, no, um, I'm going to guess that uh, Kirk Cousins is going to have a 25 to 30 point week because they're going to against get the Chargers out again against the Chargers because you have to hang tough with the Chargers. The Chargers are going to score points. The but like, Minnesota, Minnesota just Minnesota just grabbed a running back, so they might be running more than they throw. Okay, well, I don't know, Justin Jefferson. Uh, Jordan Addison. Okay, last week's scenario. What did what did Kirk Cousins do? Let's have a look. I think he had like a crazy. Week. Yeah, he threw for three hundred and sixty-four yards and four touchdowns. He had a thirty-five point week. He's quarterback one. Joe Burrow's going to go thirty-five points this week against the lowly Rams. Okay, and I'm going to be cheering the whole damn time. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I, I hope it happens, man. That'd be fantastic. Because it's live, live. Okay, so, um, oh man, actually, that's this is a close one. This This is is scary close. I'm actually going to go slick on this one, and I'm going to tell you why. Because maybe I'll uh, dissuade you from whatever choice you were going to make. I was going slick. (laughs) Okay, well, you're going to go slick. Okay, let's put that in there. Um. Donnie's going slick, and so is Gabriel. So right now across the board, we're all going slick. And here's why I'm going slick. It's it's the fact that his core has always been his strength, uh, his core wide receivers. 
have always has always been his strength, right? Like that's why he's had such a jugg- juggernaut team, anchored by Justin Jefferson, Amon St. Brown, now Garrett Wilson, Stephon Diggs, uh, DK Metcalf. That's where things are are been going great for him. Except now he's got legitimate injury issues to these guys, and they're not getting the they're not getting the work. Yep. So and I th- and I think on the on the on the flip side of it, like you look at CD Lamb going up against Arizona, he could have a crazy game. Keenan Allen could have a crazy game against Minnesota. Uh, Olave could have a really good game against Green Bay. Um, Raheem Mostert against Denver. Again, could have a crazy good game. He could have a crazy good game. He could have another 120 rushes. Lamar Jackson against Indianapolis. Could have his turnaround week. Yeah. Um, you know, you got Etienne going against Houston. He could light it up. Like he, he has, yet, but he he has the potential that he has the potential that he could be the 150 or 160 point guy. Yeah, right. Just just totally tear through that defense. Yeah. So it's the potential is there. So I think the high upside is slick, and it's crazy that um the four of us that have currently submitted our uh, our selections have yep. all gone slick in that matchup. All right, uh, matchup four. We got Chervin versus Bryce. Uh, I think these are going to be some playoff contending teams here. Uh, Chervin and Bryce. Uh, Chervin's one and one. Uh, Bryce is two and zero. Oh. So here's what Chervin's got. Uh, he's he's got Tua. He still has Saquon Barkley in his lineup, but he's got to dump that out. Uh, he's got to swap it out with somebody. So he's got Tony Pollard, Chris Godwin, Brandon Ayuk. Probably going to have to dump uh, Ayuk out. Uh, Kyle Pitts, who's off to a crap start. DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, and Alexander Madison, who's going to be replaced by Cam Akers. Okay, so uh, our one-on-one Chervin might be in some trouble here. So let's have a look. Uh, does he have anybody? He's got Dalvin Cook as a running back option. Not a lot of touches lately. Um, uh, if uh, if, if, uh, uh, if Reese Hall isn't really 100%. Cook will have to take up the slack. Yeah. So, okay. So that's not a bad choice, but from a receiving standpoint, at least he's got, uh, he's got Traylon Burks and he's got Nico Collins. It'd be one of those two guys that I would put in. Okay. Cook timeout, timeout, timeout tangent here. Isn't it crazy that CJ Stroud, Ohio state alumni has connecting really well with Nico Collins, Michigan Don't alumni. Don't say that. That makes me upset. I still want you to make that video. Okay. I, I, I want to, but it's like, it's not really accurate though. It's like they, they, on the, on the field, they put it together, but I bet you in the locker room, they're like, they do stupid shit to each other. They probably do. Probably. He's probably, he's probably the, like, there's probably a Michigan flag in, in yeah. CJ Stroud's locker. <laughs> uh, every time he puts his helmet on, uh, uh, Nico Collins farts in it first, <laughs> right? Or or CJ Stroud brings a brings in some Buckeye uh, treats for the for the team. Oh man, yeah. So there's going to be. I bet you. I hope there's some kind of little rivalry thing in there between them that they're making fun out of this. Yes, as long um, as they make some fun. It's, yeah. it's kind of neat that they have a connection. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's where Chirvin is. Now we're going to look at the uh, the Bryce side. Bryce has got uh, Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, who's not fully healthy yet. 
he's still not practicing. So AJ Dillon might be the start this week. Uh, he's got James Cook, who had a decent week, right? He did all right over there for the Bills. Then he's got Devontae Smith, Calvin Ridley. I like that where this is going. Uh, Luke Musgrave. Well, that's a bold move to put in as your tight end. Okay, so Luke Musgrave. He's got George Pickens, of course. Great choice. Debo Samuel and Tyler Algier. Wow, okay. Let's have a look. Uh, he's lost Nick Chubb. He's got Jerome Ford. I would be putting Jerome Ford in. Uh, I'd be putting Jerome Ford in over Tyler Algier. Or at least I'd be swapping out Aaron Jones for Jerome Ford. And... Uh, no. Oh, Jordan Addison. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think Chervin's got some choices. Aren't Chervin Bryce? Bryce has got some choices. You know what? I got to go Bryce this week. He's got options. Uh, what do you What are you thinking, Andrew? You've uh, If you put yourself on mute, you might want to unmute yourself. Oh, Stephen yeah. Wonder. Sorry. There we go. Um, uh, one of the things I was saying was like I, I would almost go Hayden Hurst in it and at tight end uh, over Luke Musgrave. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad that's not a bad choice. Hayden Hurst uh, at least has been getting some serious targets. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the flip side. Oh, this one is so close. So close. Um, I need to make up some ground. So I'm going to go Chervin. You go Chervin? Yeah. I got to make up. I'm going to make up a little bit of ground here. So I got to go out on a limb. So you're, you're picking the upset here. Chervin. But but here's the thing though, right? Like he's, he's down by what? 13. Right. And right, right, right off the bat. Um, like he goes if he goes in and puts Greg Davis in in a flex spot and moves um, Madison uh, into the running back position. There's nine of his of 13. of of his thirteen points that he's out, right? So again, like he has That's some a close. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what he does. I mean, if he if. if I want to put an asterisk beside it because if he doesn't notice and he leaves Barkley in, well, he's done. Yeah. Hopefully he sets his roster. Yeah. Because they play Thursday night. Thursday night, tomorrow night. So he's got to get that out real quick. All right, last matchup of the week. We've got uh, Donnie, a.k.a. Juan's Little Sweeper versus Josh, a.k.a. the Multi-Beast. Both teams are one and one. It's a relatively... Not a close matchup. Oh, wow. Donnie's in the lead by 11 points. Why is that? Is there somebody? Whoa, what is what is Josh going on here? Okay, let's look at Josh first. He's got Geno Smith, Brian Robinson, Khalil Herbert, T. Higgins, Cortland Sutton, George Kittle, Elijah Moore, Zay Flowers, and Rashid Shahid, which I both like. Does he have option, options? He's got Cam Akers. He could throw some Cam Akers in there. Oh, he's missing uh, Austin Eckler. Ouch. Drake London. He could put Drake London in. Tyler Lockett. He doesn't have Tyler Lockett in there. What are you doing? How do you not have Tyler Lockett in there? Okay. Curious. Very curious. Drake London sitting on his bench. Yeah. Like, I like Raheed, Raheed Shahid. Unfortunately, he does not get kick return yards in this league. Yeah. That's 
he does not get those points. So I'd be I'd be swapping him out for Tyler Lockett. Like, um, Zay Flowers, I like. That's a good pick. Uh, he's had a good connection with Lamar. Elijah Moore, that could be a gamble. Uh, be, don't really know. But let's have a look on the other side here. Let's look at Donnie's team. Donnie's got Justin Herbert, Brees Hall. Let's hope Brees plays. Bijan Robinson, Jahan Dotson, Puka Nakua getting like 15 targets a game. That guy's crazy. Uh, Pat Fryerbooth, Javante Williams, Josh Reynolds, who could be the number one receiver. Oh, he was limited at practice today. Oh, that's not good. And then Jerry Judy. Ooh, does he have some other options? No, no. Got Rashid White. Oh, okay, um, that's not a bad choice against Philly. That could be that could be a challenge though. Yeah, that could be a challenge against and Sky so, Moore. Moore. Do you think I, Sky Moore is is emerging? Do you think he's no. he's finally getting some connections? No. No, that offense is too. Uh, no one is stepping up and taking control. Okay. I think week one they tried to go to Kadarius Tony, and that was and a failure. Yeah. Last week, I think they tried to feed um, Noah Gray a lot more. Yeah. Um, because it seemed if they weren't throwing to um, to Kelsey, they were trying to like he was still chucking the ball to Noah Gray when Kelsey was on the on the bench. Um. But really, no wide receivers are stepping up. Tony had another bad game. Um, you know, I just uh, th- that offense is frustrating me. Being a fan, that offense is frustrating me because again, there is another example of what we were talking about earlier. They got a really good running back, a top ten running back, and what did he do last week? Uh, not a whole lot. Let me just look up what Pacheco got last week. Not a lot of touches at all, actually. No, he didn't. Uh, Pacheco got um, 12 carries, 70 yards, 5.83 yards a carry, no touchdowns. And yeah, no touchdowns. Like, And only got one target for no yards. Uh, or sorry, two targets and one reception for, I guess, no, no yeah. yards. But, you know. Why aren't you feeding him the ball? If your receivers aren't catching, feed him the ball more. To me, it just it, it, it's frustrating. I, again, as a fan, I get frustrated with it. Okay. Well, now comes uh, proof in the pudding. Do you think Donnie takes Josh? Again, this is a this is going to be a closer match. This is a close one. I'm actually really torn here because I like. I like the upside uh, that Donnie's rocking on the roster. Yes. I like the bold moves that Josh has selected for his flex plays. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with not having Tyler Lockett in his lineup though. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the other things that, that like with Donnie's team can, can Puka Nuka continue at the pace that he's going. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a that's a Matt Stafford special. Matt Stafford hyper targets the guy he likes. In this case, it happens yeah. to be Puka Nakua because he doesn't have Cooper Cup. Does yeah. it stay this way when Cooper Cup comes back? Who knows? I'm going to say uh, no, because yeah. Cooper's and he's playing the Cooper Cup role. Could Bijan Robinson maybe get stuffed by Detroit? 
I certainly hope so, just because um, I want to see my Detroit yeah. Lions destroy the Atlanta Falcons. Um, does Williams uh, in Denver do anything against Miami? Hard to say. Uh, I think um, he'll be okay. I think he's a safe play. Again, Jerry, Jerry Judy again against Miami. Mm-hmm. It's you know tough to tough to say that it could be a low scoring game, right? Yeah. Um, I oh man, I want to pick Donnie so bad with for this one, mm-hmm. but can uh, you want to split this one with me? I'm I'll take go Donnie. I'm, I'm going to take Donnie, and, and just Donnie? and I think it's going to be like he's going to win by one or two points. Okay. So this is okay. I'll I'll go Josh because I'm torn here. <laughs> just to try and give us a, a shot at having some separation, um, I'll go Josh. Uh, I'm gonna okay. take Josh because of his bold flex picks. Yeah, and let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. Just so you guys know, Donnie picked himself. Makes sense. And Gabriel picked Donnie. Yeah. So we'll see how this kind of turns out. I think. Cool. Well, with Gabe, he's, he's gonna go four and one. I think. You think Gabriel's gonna go four and one? Because uh, he, no, sorry, he's gonna get sorry. Uh, he's gonna go three and two. Three and two. Okay. Because because I picked Irvin in match four as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna go five and zero, oh, and he's gonna go three and two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's time for us to move on to the bet of the week. Yes. Now. Wow, man, we're really catching it up. Yeah, I might have to shorten that one a little bit. Okay, so last week's bet was an all running backs bet. So the four leagues were in, poor man, simple man, crazy man, and no fun. We did all the running backs against one another. Unfortunately, several of your running backs decided not to play football. Yes, like Brees Hall, 0.9. Yeah, Uh, Williams, 2.9. Like, what the heck? Well, he got hurt, right? So yes, he, he but had, he had pull unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, and I had three running backs go off, right? So I had uh, CMC twice, and then I had Saquon Barkley, and even yeah. Derrick Henry. Uh, I did, yeah. He did not bad. Seventeen points, I'll take. It. I had him twice. Okay, so the uh, it's it's now two and zero, oh, Mike. Yes. You're gonna come up with week three. You eluded yeah. a little bit to what's about to happen to us here. Yes. Um, what what are we doing? So, as part of the sleeper report, yeah, is the um best manager. So your percentage that that the, the league gives you. Yep. Yeah. Um we're in four leagues together, so we will take our percentages. Okay, and do a median. Add, add them up, divide by four. Okay. And uh, last, it, I I did up last week's numbers. Yeah. You would have ended up at seventy nine point one. Okay. Percent, and I would have ended up at seventy eight point eight. Oh. So you would have won. Close. You would have won by point three. So it was it was close. Um, so kind of put out the best roster you can. This is, this is a good one, man. This is good. Yeah. Uh, so so it's eating of the four of the four leagues. You may, you may not win your league that week, but you could still have 95% of your points. Uh, yeah. I might've put my best roster for, okay. You, you may have only gotten 50 points. 
But if your predictions were 51, you're sitting at like, <laughs> yeah, you sitting at 98, percent which would be oh, okay. incredible. So it, it, I was just, I was trying to figure out a good way to do it, and then I I, I was like, hmm, the percentages for the mat for the for manager of the week. Yep, let's do that one. I like it, man. That's creative. So the four, so the four percentages, we add them up, divided by four, and that's how we're getting it. Okay. So I am just gonna put this into the log, saying this is what we did. Wow, that's cur- I, I, I like this, man. That this actually, that's really good. That's extremely creative. And then hopefully, I get back on a winning track here. That's that is the hope, right? Yep. For you? Not for me. I want to keep the streak alive. Yep. All league's best manager. Oh, that's good. That's good. All league's best manager. Okay. Well, now let's gonna bring this back over here as I put my computer screens back together. All right. Well, that's the bet. The, the yes, median sir. of our four leagues, best manager from Sleeper Report. Really curious to see where this is going to go. Uh, and that does bring us to the end of this week's episode. Is there anything you want to do before I send us off? Um, no, just, you know what, guys? Uh, check us out, uh, I guess, like on the podcast, obviously, on TikTok, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, everything. You know, poor man, uh, we're all at Poor Man Football. All one word. Um, so check us out. I put out a good one this week on TikTok. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Mike. Um, but go ahead and do it. It's based on our trip. So okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna go and check that one out. Um, and yeah. I'm sure. I, it, again, guys, go and check out all weekend long because I'm gonna be posting some stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, most of the shenanigans. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, there's going to be lots of beverages involved. So who knows what uh, what's going to come up? Yes. Um, that is it, it for this week. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Uh, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to give us a like, a share, a review if you can. Uh, follow us on like Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Poor Man Football, all one word. Come back next week as we recap week four and our football trip. And from one poor man to another, remember, if it's not fun, it is not worth doing. Good night, everybody. Have a great week.